0: This is the Norris Group's Real Estate Investor Radio Show, the award-winning show dedicated to thought leaders shaping the real estate industry and local experts revealing their insider tips to succeed in an ever-changing real estate market. Hosted by author, investor, and hard money lender, Bruce Norris.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Norris Group Real Estate Radio Show and Podcast. Before I get to our guest bio, I want to thank our platinum sponsors for iSurvive Real Estate, which is going to be on October 27th. And yes, there's still tickets available. We would love to thank Dan Reddick and SDCIA, Karin Hall at UDirect IRA Services, LLC, Buddy and Kimberly Rushing at White Feather Investments, MVT Pro, Rich Rice and the Inland Empire Real Estate Investment Club, Tom Wilson and Wilson Investment Properties, And lastly, platinum sponsor Realty 411. Today, our guest is Gloria Crockett. Gloria has more than 25 years of management and leadership experience at both the local and national level within the nonprofit arena. Currently, she is the president and CEO of Make a Wish, Orange County, and the Illinois Empire, an organization that grants wishes to children battling critical illnesses. Gloria has gained extensive experience in working with community and corporate leaders, volunteers, major gift donors and leading high-performance teams of staff and volunteers. Previously, she was the Chief Development Officer for Second Harvest Food Bank of Orange County and formerly served as the Interim Executive Director for Development and the Senior Director of Development for the Cancer Programs for the University of California Irvine School of Medicine. In this role, she led a team of seven and was responsible for $10 million in fundraising annually. Prior to the University of California Irvine. She spent 17 years in advanced roles within the American Cancer Society, culminating in the state senior vice president for Maryland, managing a team of 45 and raising over $7 million annually. In this role, she led the society's community and volunteerism efforts and guided staff and volunteers daily in support of the society's Missions and goals. She was successful in providing strategic leadership and direction, which advanced a diverse portfolio of bottom-line objectives. She holds a bachelor's degree in public relations from Cal Poly Pomona, and currently resides in Orange County with her family. Gloria, it's great to have you back on the show.
0: Oh, thank you, Joey. It's lovely to be here with you all.
1: So, you know, last year I was just mentioning to to Gloria. Last year we, you know, we did a, a very big show you know it was it was a two-parter I kind of want to do just an update in 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 advance to uh, I Survive Real Estate here coming up in a couple of weeks can you believe it's it's almost here Um, so um, for those that maybe are new or you know maybe didn't catch the show last year can you just tell us a little bit about Make-A-Wish overall and um, your chapter
0: Yes. So our chapter is um, chapter 007, which is Make-A-Wish Orange County and the Inland Empire. So servicing Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties. And Make-A-Wish is an organization that really inspires kids and their families and provides hope. Um, Our mission is to provide a wish to kids that are battling a critical illness. And so that can be a variety of different diagnoses. But what's most important is there are five types of wishes that can be offered between um, for kids between the ages of two and a half and 18. The types of wishes are I wish to have, I wish to be, I wish to give. I wish to meet, I wish to go. So if you can imagine that, some of them are going to Disneyland. Some of them are being a zookeeper. Some of them are giving back to the homeless. And some of them are, you know, meeting Patrick Mahomes, for example. One of our kids wished for that. So it's really, really what that child is wishing for. And we try to make it happen.
1: I I did see that. Uh, I was cruising the the website uh, in preparation and the one that stood out to me was the the wish to give, you know, um, the the one that wanted to give back to, you know, he gave toys to the pediatric um, uh, center that he was at and, you know, sent him off, you know, after he was, uh, I forget his name off the top of my head. Matthew, should, Matthew yes. Uh, after he was done with this treatment, he left with such a great feeling that, you know, he remembered all of the tough and the painful times that he was there. So he wanted to give back to the kids going through what he had to go through to give them hope. And I exactly. thought that was special. I, I kind of felt like that was that was something that Aaron would do. Yes, for sure. 100%. So, you know, one of the bad raps that nonprofits get, um, you know, across, across the country is that not all the money gets spent where it's supposed to go. I do have some of your stats, um, you know, 73% of your program, uh, your, your funds get spent on actual programming, 11% on management and 60% back into fundraising. How is it that you guys get, uh, how, how do you guys raise money and where do you, does it come from grants? Is it all donations? Can you tell us about how Make-A-Wish gets, gets the money?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I want to update you because those are pre-pandemic numbers. I want to make sure you know that. Um, so we, um, actually, I want to share that through the pandemic, we granted wishes to as many wish kids as we possibly could, as long as it didn't include large gathering or air travel. Um, a year ago, we started with that air travel and large gatherings. And, you know, what we'd have right now is a pipeline of wishes that are waiting. We have 580 wishes that are waiting. Um, during the pandemic, we got down to 55% program ratio, um, last year, we finished the year out at 67% program ratio. So we're coming back. And um, I want to say that wishes are costing more. They used to cost $7,500. And now the average wish cost is $10,000. So that's making a big difference. So um, what I will say is, even if our program ratio has gone down, um it's, it's making its way back up. And that's what's important because we're coming out of the pandemic. And I would like to share that Charity Navigator, we've got a Gold Star rating. Um, Guide Star, we have a Platinum. These are the highest ratings you can have as a not-for-profit. And I want to share that this is a different time. And yes, sometimes um, nonprofits do get a bad rap for that. And I think that what I would ask is, to watch our nonprofits and see them grow and emerge from the pandemic, because it's a very different world for -for not-for-profits. And it's a difficult one, and we have to take one step at a time. And all I wanna say is the bottom line is we're providing as much hope as possible, and we're trying to keep ourselves as lean as possible. and what i need think people need to um, think about that we have to invest in ourselves to be able to continue to grow because we've got 580 kids that are waiting for a wish and we got to make it happen we got to make it happen now
1: yeah and absolutely and, and this wasn't to throw shade on nonprofits overall because if you know uh, anything about us in the Norris group we have a huge philanthrop- philanthropy heart um but you know some sometimes people are hesitant to give because only i heard only 10 percent actually gets used for for you know what it's supposed to you know so what i wanted to do is highlight that it's nowhere near that especially for you guys and you guys have those great ratings and that's why you guys are a terrific charity to work with
0: no no and please know that norris group is an amazing partner and i know you guys are our champions
1: (laughs) so um one of the things do do you have how many wishes you guys grounded um
0: last year in 2022 so we actually just closed um, our fiscal year 23 um, at the end of August. And I'm happy to share this is unaudited numbers, but that we granted 240 amazing wishes.
1: Wow. That is unbelievable. That's so cool. How, how do people get to be on the wish radar or how, how, do, how do the wishes come to you?
0: So how they come, um, anybody can refer a wish to us. So you just go on our website. And you click through and you do the referral form. It can be a parent. It can be a social worker. It can be a friend of the family. Um, You fill out the paperwork. And um, then it goes through a process through Make-A-Wish America, which is our national office. And they um, go through a qualification. And they come back to us. And they say, okay, they're qualified. And we start with the wish journey, which is really where we have wish granters um, meet with the wish child to determine their true heartfelt wish. And then we start to build the wish from there.
1: Um, is, is, John, is John Cena still the biggest uh, wish granter? Uh, yes, nationally? he is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
1: so amazing to see that this, you know, like I'm not, I, you know, I don't follow the, you know, WWE or wrestling or anything like that. But God, it just shows, goes to show like how big, you know, wrestling was, you know, when I was a kid, sure, you know, Hulk Hogan and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's it's funny to me that, and he's prolific. It's not even close, right?
0: No, no, he's definitely the lead. And, um, you know, I think the thing about it is everyone thinks like, oh, my gosh, you know, this guy that's a wrestler and, you know, he's just got such a big heart.
1: What's the biggest uh, celebrity that your
0: chapter has worked with? Oh, gosh, you've stumped me on that. one. I would say say this Um, in our area, the biggest places or the the most sought out oftentimes are the Angels, um, the Ducks. And um, then, of course, we've got um, here, we've got Blizzard Entertainment. So we have a lot of requests for that. And of course, as you can imagine, we have Disneyland. Yes. So we have a (laughs) lot of wishes for Disneyland.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys ever got a wish that was just too big? And what happens when you can't actually grant the wish?
0: Well, that's a really great question. So there are some wishes that we aren't able to grant, um, we can't do things like, you know, let's say some, a child wanted a, a mini uh, a mini house, a small house, um, or um, a horse. Um, we have to think about when a child wants a horse, does the family have a car that can actually pull a horse trailer? Do they have a horse trailer? Do they have a place to um, keep the horse? There's all these other factors that maybe when you're thinking about, I want a horse, don't come to mind. And so we have to kind of peel back different layers to find out, like, is this something really the entire family could manage? Um, And so we always try to figure out two wishes that the child is really just over the, the top excited about and then determine with the family what's that best next step.
1: It's, it's kind of mm-hmm. like a, you don't you don't give uh, somebody a puppy for Christmas, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um, I, you know, I stumbled across um, they're making a movie out of Wish, out of Make-A-Wish. Actually. Can you talk about Wish, the movie? It's the literally like uh, so the story centers around uh, a king who grants wishes, but you know, his apprentice you know, finds out that you know, he's only granting certain wishes, the ones that he likes. And she's like, no, we got to grant more wishes. So she wishes upon a star and the star becomes her little ally and she starts granting all these wishes.
0: I know they have new um, merchandise, Disney does, and they oftentimes do. And um, that's pretty exciting.
1: I thought it was cool. I was like, oh, my God, Disney made a movie out a wish.
0: The, fi- the film releases November 22nd. Okay, there you go. The the Wish partnership with Disney is amazing because each year they do Wish merchandise that they help with and what they're looking to do is to help raise funds for Make-A-Wish through the product collection and help us grant more wishes. So we're really excited about that.
1: So when when there's a national campaign, you know, when national gets like, you know, huge money, how does that trickle down to the the smaller chapters?
0: So what we do is we have national campaigns and oftentimes they're with um, companies, um, either merchandisers or, you know, let's say the NFL, different things like that. What we'll do is where the funds are raised um, based on um, chapter territory, they'll distribute the funds um, most oftentimes in that um, type of arrangement.
1: So like if the angels and the ducks do something, you guys, that money will go to you guys?
0: Yes. If national um, develops a partnership. Mm -hmm.
1: Perfect. (laughs) One of the things I was looking at the, in the national um, board of directors, you guys have some heavy hitters on the board and it's Nike. It's, you know, uh, a president of a major league um, uh, baseball team, which I won't mention because they just beat my Dodgers. Um, Mm -hmm. The WWE Disney parks, but my, my absolute favorite and how do we not get on board with this is, uh, the CEO of Nothing But Cakes is on the national board.
0: Yes, isn't that awesome? <laughs>
1: we need to get some Nothing But Cakes
0: everywhere. Come on! I'm telling you, everyone loves those.
1: <laughs> so, uh, one of the things that I did notice is everybody that works for Make a Wish has my, like a my wish, and yours was to be an archaeologist. Yes. Can you tell us why? Why an archaeologist? Did you miss um, your calling?
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, when I was a, a little girl and even a teenager, um, it was all about identifying different type of rock formations and rocks and understanding those. And so I would make up these little digs that I was trying to figure out. And, you know, I think the history aspect of it was just so amazing that I was like, I'm just going to be this outdoor person that, you know, an archaeologist and just get it done. And I was like, I don't know, something hit me in college and I changed my mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, my, my son was forever, you know, he loved dinosaurs and he wanted to be an archaeologist for a long time. And then he, he graduated high school and he's like, uh, I want to fly. Yeah. So he's he's a pilot now. So that's that's okay. <laughs> as long as you find something. Yes. You know. Um so like for me, you know, like and, and you can't do the whole I wish for 10 more wishes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, I think I think for me, like um, like my wish would be that my kids just live a long, meaningful life. Um, and you know, I've I've worked hard to to try to set the example. You know, I've I've I I donated my time. One of the one of the reasons I ended up at the Norris Group was all the the time I spent volunteering with Aaron. You know, and it was. All over the the inland empire, we we just did a ton of stuff together, and that's how. And you know, he's like, "Hey, you want to come work for us? You know, me and Dad want to make you an offer." But um, you know, that's one of the things that I wanted to do because I, I'm not going to say it's easy. And maybe I've mentioned this before, but you know, a lot of people join causes or make it their life mission after a tragedy, after losing somebody close to them. I wanted my kids to 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 see their dad give back because it's the right thing to do. And so, in their in their younger years. I, I did, um, you know, give a lot of time and it was, you know, 10 years that I spent in the Island Empire, you know, all the way from Habitat for Humanity to finishing my my stint as the president of the rape, uh, Riverside Area Rape Crisis Center. Um, so I gave back to a lot of boards, committees and things like that. And I think it's important for people to to do that um, because um, the relationships that you build with people around you um, and, and the fact that you're actually doing good, you know, And what I would say is if you are going to participate, you know, don't stand on the sidelines. Don't just, you know, join a board so that you can say, Hey, look, I'm on that board, you know, get in there, make an impact and get involved. Um, You know, can you speak to when you have a great board? It really truly does because it's people think, Oh, well, the board runs everything. Oh no, 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 The staff runs it. No, it's when, when, when an organization is truly, truly, you know, doing what they're supposed to do and impacting the community. It's when the board and the staff are working together cohesively to fulfill the mission of the of the uh, nonprofit.
0: Exactly. No, we have um, an amazing board, and how it works is, you know, really the staff is the operation side of the house, and the board um, has their own goals as well. So, for us, for example, we have a strategic plan Ooh. that was built with the staff and the board. Um, but the board has goals or, and the board has goals and we have goals. And so we each set um, set the pace of having, okay, we have a variety of committees that are board committees that have certain KPIs and measurables that they are responsible for completing. And then the operations side of the house has certain KPIs that we are measured on as well. And I think the, the, for a board, you know, their elevator speech has to always be ready talking about what they do. So we have to make sure that they're engaged in wishes. They can tell a wish story. Um, they're immersed in what we do every single day. And I have to say that um, our board has given um, this past fiscal year, um, $831,000 in support of um, their give get for our chapter. And wow, that's, that's
1: amazing. That's a, it, is, <laughs> it, it is amazing. Cause that's the one thing, you know, especially, Especially, you know, when I was serving, I was younger, you know, so you you don't you don't have the funds to to give so you know Aaron's, you know, uh, time, talent, or treasure. You're gonna give one of those, you know. Yes, so exactly. that's that's really cool. So, yeah. you know, with Bruce retiring um next year, we're gonna have new management. And it does look like this will be our final I survive real estate. Uh, I know I've heard from a lot of partners and a lot of uh, folks that have gone to this over the years that are asking, hey, well, how can we, you know, keep this going, you know? Um, so this could be, uh, we are, you know, a- as it, as it is been over the years, this will be the last one, but, you know, I never say never, you know, Bruce has been uh, known to say, Hey, this is my final seminar. And then the next year <laughs> we're doing another seminar. So it's not, it's not, you know, it's probably 95% that we're, this will be the last one. So uh, we're going to try and make it as special as we can. We just want to thank you um, for everything that you guys do, for being a tremendous partner. Every time we need anything or, you know, I, I call you last minute to join our radio show. You guys are always so amenable. So um, it's been great to work with you guys. It's been, you know, uh, Aaron's, uh, Aaron's dream come true. Um, this was his event that he created and his legacy. I do appreciate you, you know, coming along for the ride.
0: Well, it has been our true honor, and to be honest, uh, truly grateful for the partnership you guys have granted so many amazing wishes, and the legacy is going to continue for years and years to come. And you know, I have to say, when I attend the events, that I'm amazed by the information that I can somewhat comprehend uh, because it's it's some of it's over my head. But I tell you, um, Bruce um, is a industry leader. And what you guys have done for Make-A-Wish will go on for in perpetuity because the relationship is so strong. It's a partnership like none other. And I want to just say, we appreciate you guys. And um, like you said, Aaron's legacy continues to live on. And we just appreciate you so much.
1: I really appreciate you being on, Gloria. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Joey. You have a lovely afternoon.
1: The Norris Group will also like to thank our gold sponsors. For I Survive Real Estate on October 27th. Brent Lee and Windermere Tower Properties. The outspoken investor, Tony Alvarez, Sean O'Toole and Property Radar, Fair Trade Real Estate, Matt McFarland and Amanda Hahn over at Keystone CPA, Derek Harms and NSDREI, David Granzella and Norkalria, White House Catering, Mark Dowling, and the Inland Valleys Association of Realtors, Ivar, Christina Suter and Pasadena Phoebe. And last but not least, Susie Levis at Levis Wealth Management. A special shout out goes to Rick and Leanne Rossiter for providing the dinner wine. Thank you so much.
0: For more information on hard money loans and upcoming events with the Norris Group, check out thenorrisgroup.com. For information on passive investing with trust deeds, visit tngtrustdeeds.com. The Norris Group originates and services loans in California and Florida under California DRE License 01219911, Florida Mortgage Lender License 1577, and NMLS License 1623669. For more information on hard money lending, go to thenorrisgroup.com and click the Hard Money tab.